Hello, Apex friends and neighbors. Welcome to the Peak City Podcast. I'm Shane Reese. In this mini-series of episodes, we'll hear from each candidate for the Apex Town Council election on Tuesday, November 7th. We'll ask each candidate the same questions, and our producer will make every effort to give equal time to each guest. We welcome Mayor Pro Tem and Councilwoman Nicole Dozier to the studio. Thanks for coming by. Thank you so much for having me here. It's a pleasure. We thank you and all the candidates for your willingness to serve this great town. The council has a mayor and five council members. Three seats are up this year, and each term lasts four years. The elections are held on odd years. Local elections merit much more attention since these elected officials are closest to the people. Give us a quick snapshot of who you are, a little bit about your background, and what led you to run for council. Sure. My parents are from Eastern North Carolina. I grew up in Connecticut, but when I turned 10, they moved back down to Eastern North Carolina. And that's when I got to really know so much about the state. And so, you know, who I am now is I'm a mother, a wife, and I'm an advocate at heart. I work at the NC Justice Center. Uh, Next week will be 21 years. And I've done this work because I really believe that it's important for us to help give voice to folks who feel like they don't have a voice, especially in policy decisions that affect them daily. Um, And so my role, I think, is to be an amplifier of those voices and to work in a way that um, we can embed people's voices naturally into policymaking. As many listeners know, Money Magazine named Apex the best town in America a couple years ago. Where do you think Apex is on the right track and headed in the right direction? And where do you think we need improvement? Sure. I think we're on the right track in providing more transparency, more open government. Uh, People will notice that um, now one of the initiatives that I brought up was the fact that we need to be consistent with open meetings law. So I wanted to start out with everything from audio taping of the meetings um, where they are tracked and they are kept for people to access later, all the way moving up to, you know, live streaming where people can engage in real time. So right now we're at the step where you get audio tape or the visual of it. And I think it's important uh, for people to be able to do that. And if we can move even further to sort of people being able to real time, everyone can't make it to the council meetings and have, you know, reasons why they can't. But um, I think that's one of the things that we're doing well. I think another thing is um, getting out more in the community and um, doing things, not just public hearings and public forums at meetings, but I do believe having the old fashioned town hall was a great success. I think that, you know, doing doing things related to the festivals and really being present at the festivals um, and getting out and talking to more folks. Anytime you get to talk to people, for me as an extrovert, it's it's energizing for me. Um, but I think even if you are more of an introvert, being out here and with this town with folks, I think it's helpful because we've got to get them to help us um, with our decisions. I'm the founding chair of the Environmental Committee, and I thought that there's not a whole lot of things I can maybe do going backwards. But always moving forward, what can we do? Um, and from listen to citizens, we have now the Tree Citizens Advisory Board to that. You know, we are now a tree city. We're, you know, we're having meetings about tree canopy. I think that those are some of the things we're doing better is really making sure that citizens, you know, that their voices are heard. As an advocate, I know that when people bring up something that they care, it's because they care about the town. Typically, we want to improve things we care about. And I think that we can all get at the table and really I can't solve anything by myself. I don't have all the ideas, but the best ideas I think come from really talking and engaging to different stakeholders, including the community, my number one stakeholder and the town staff. I think what we could do better is really getting together with other levels of government, which I've tried to do and engaging with them, whether it's public officials or elected officials and sitting down at the table 
in the public with the public and really have task forces which are sort of focused on certain things. So we want to talk about the school issue, you know, the fact that people pick neighborhoods and towns because that's the school they want their child to go to, not realizing that possibly they might have passed two schools to go to the school where their child is. Find schools in this area, but we all know many of us do want to sort of be closer to where we live. And we also know that if parents are able to get to the school more often, that kids do better. So I would say that problem solving around infrastructure, the things that growth really provides the things that we need to really focus on as a community. So schools, economic development, and just bringing people to the table behind all these issues that need to be addressed. Let's talk for a minute about the Parks and Rec bond that will also be on the ballot this fall. Some say this is a cost-intensive project in the face of other priorities, while others say it is a much-needed investment that will enhance the economy and serve a fast-growing town. How will you vote in November in the voting booth? Sure. So um, as one of the council members who did vote to, in support of the bond, I will be voting. I try to vote in my seat to be consistent uh, as much as I can. So it would be consistent that I would vote for this. I would say that I think people consider the senior center as a pet project. I don't know if that's you know politically correct to say, but it, it is a project of mine, a love of mine. In my work on healthcare, there was two years where I just worked with older adults and caregivers, and I've been to over a dozen senior centers in North Carolina. And so I think to be a wealthy area where we don't have, uh, you know, a place where older adults can be from morning till evening and engage, we can also make sure that that space includes other things. But just to have that available is something that I think that respects the people in this town who have already paid in advance. So that's important for me. The other piece of that is people do talk about connectivity and greenways. And I feel like those two things, especially people are have talked about before my election, is that if we want to get out of our cars occasionally. And so I think those are two things. And then related to the park itself, as having been a soccer parent, I do understand what it's like when you are in the town doing things versus in other towns and, and taking money to other towns. So for me, priority would be to ensure that families here who want to stay locally can do so. The 2030 land use plan is a blueprint that will guide the town's future growth. There's also a 2035 update to that plan, and now the town is working on the Advanced Apex 2045 Transportation and Land Use Plan. What are your top priorities moving forward? And do you have any specific aspects you'd like to expand or speed up, like mm -hmm. infrastructure improvements or a downtown plan? Sure. You know, I do believe that we should speed up some of those um, things that people are brought to my attention and things I see every day. So the Apex Barbecue Road Bridge, for example, that if folks who live in the center of town, they may not realize it's been an issue for a long time. And, you know, I've done what I can do as a local elected official and as a person who goes across that bridge very often. So I would say we've got to work with our state lawmakers to have transportation improvements funded through DOT so we can all get this done together. I would say that. I would say that we need to get on a, a quick path to improving the downtown parking situation. And so I think that we could even think about a building that includes seniors parking, you know, for staff and for people who enjoy this downtown. I've come down here on a Friday evening and brought friends and couldn't park easily. That's a good problem to have. That means we have a vibrant downtown. But also we want everyone to be able to come to events and festivals and know where to park, how to park, 
so that they don't, you know, say, oh, gosh, I parked in this wrong place. I got a ticket, but I love being there. Like, we don't want that. We want people to come, you know, leave here saying that Peak Fest was something else. I can't wait to post my pictures on Facebook. And you know what? It was so easy to park and ride for people who have mobility issues or ability issues who really need to be able to be close to the venue. So I would say, you know, let's speed that stuff up. Any closing remarks? You know, I just want to thank you for, first of all, for providing this for the town um, and for people who live here in general. And then related to the campaign, I just want to say that for me, my campaign will, you know, it's pretty much about my service. And before I was elected, I was in the community serving people. And my job of 21 years is about serving people. And as a person of faith and a mom, you know, a daughter, um, I believe that service is something that you get a lot out of more so than people think. And so I hope that people do come out and vote first of all, and be great if they will vote to support me. But as someone who loves this town, you know, whatever my position is, whether it's elected, I'm I'm not going to go away. I love this town and I mean that. And so I'm just, you know, pleased and really honored that I had this opportunity to serve and um, hope I get to do so um, over the next four years so we can sort of decide in the next four years what we really want to be. Mayor Pro Tem and Councilwoman Nicole Dozier, thank you so much for coming by. Thank you. This is a special episode of the Peak City Podcast. I'm Shane Reese. Thanks for listening. Be sure to check out all candidate interviews in the series. We've also posted a link in the comments section where you can look up your polling place. Make sure to vote on Tuesday, November 7th. We'll see you around town.